0: this channel is sponsored by driven by time driven by time buys sells trades and brokers watches that range for any budget you have in mind based out of waterloo driven by time will also ship your new watch Fully insured across Canada and the United States as well. And if you're within a 300 kilometer radius, Driven by Time will hand deliver your watch to you. So, if you are interested in saving yourself some money on a new timepiece or you want to buy your first luxury watch and don't know what you want, Driven by Time is there to answer any and all of your questions. Just like The Things That Move Us, Driven By Time is also a new channel and is also looking to grow. So please make sure to follow Driven By Time on Instagram, reach out, say hi, and make sure you check out their inventory as they update their inventory almost daily. Welcome back to the second part of The Things That Move Us with Nelu Pop. Just a quick recap, in case you haven't seen the last episode He's a guy who loves VW, he loves his racing green golf far, and in this episode we dive pretty deep into some very very interesting stories on cars and preferences that well may actually surprise you. So welcome back everyone and let's just get right into it. And we're back, part two, three, four, don't know how I'm gonna end up cutting this and editing it but um welcome back my friend. Glad to be back. (laughs) We kind of got into a little bit of a not a heated argument, but I was just telling them about how you know certain cars, um, you know, change our viewpoints that never thought would have changed. And I mean, I've I've talked about this a lot, which I'm quite frankly fine with talking about. Where a good friend of mine was telling me about how he would rather get rid of a Lambo before his ford mustang 350r and he did exactly that and i said i now because of him even though i still hate regular mustangs want a 350r and that's where we started talking about other stuff and you say you want to ra- you'd rather get a zr1 before a 350r
1: i like the 350r so much have you driven it no no i have not have you have you I haven't driven as our ZR- zr1 either really no, i actually i have never been inside a corvette
0: it is. It's it's the vets are.
1: I've been in a Mustang before, but just a five liter GT. Right. I hated
0: it. Same. I I hated everything about it. Same, but when. But I focus on all the wrong things. Yeah, you know what? It's. I'll tell you why. My perspective. Um. With the ZR1, I haven't driven it, but I've driven a Z06. Okay. It's stupid, but m- somewhat manageable power, right? Yeah. ZR1 is a little more aggressive than that. Not that much to be that much more special. Yeah. Again, my opinion. With the Mustang, you take a 5.0 and you compare it to a 350R. That low. They're, they're gap, different cars. No, totally no, different. They're, they're completely different. So the cars. way the easiest way I, I can explain a 350R is the 350R is Ford with the blueprints of a Ford Mustang and a V8, yep. went to a Porsche design team that does 911s, and yep. they said, make a car for us. That's what the the, the 350R is. You have Recaro's flat plane crank. This thing is, it, it's got a high red line. It is, it's breathtaking. I I was only taken away by two cars my breath was only taken away by two cars and it's a gt3 and the 350r where i actually had no comment like nothing to say i was that blown away and the truth is they're the same car which is why you like them so much probably which one
1: like the G- gt3 and the 350r like yeah they, they, yeah in a way yeah they yeah, yeah. conjure the same soul yeah. essentially and the reason we love the gt3 is not because it's the perfect car it's because it's such a raw monster yeah, yeah. Like the, 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 the g car,
0: is, the perfect car would be a C2S. No, actually,
1: the perfect car would be a turbo, like a, a 911 turbo, because it's got the power, it's got the comfort, it looks fairly understated. Yeah. More more people will think it's a regular but 911. But I'm talking
0: about, you know, C2S because it's naturally aspirated, yeah. raw, blah, 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 blah. Turbos are, I get it. I still love the turbo. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Makes you almost black out from the launch control, but, but it's not why people buy it. It's funny. I find that people who buy the
1: turbo are people who want it and they're not necessarily going to use it.
0: Yeah, and that's where they... It's like people, obviously problems. people with
1: money, right? It's people with money who... I mean, a two. I think a 911 turbo new is 270 yeah. start.
0: Yeah, I believe that. That's 180
1: grand more than the start of the base. Because the base starts at like 95, I think.
0: Yeah, but I mean no 105 sorry but the thing is if you grab a base 911 but it's the same thing with every literally want to take anything else yeah yeah, because it's just not worth well there's there's the car guy who wants a
1: 911 at any cost and then tries to make it a gt3
0: and then there's a guy who just wants
1: a nice car because he's got money right yeah but same as the port uh the mustang the reason we like the Mustang
0: is because it's the pinnacle of what Ford can be, other as other than the GT. so you say it is the pinnacle. I say it was the pinnacle because now Mustangs are just kind of like the three. No, series but we're talking BMWs. about the G, I'm talking about the 350R. Okay, okay, right. It's like it's I'm like, just what I want to say is the Mustangs are now the three series BMWs of like the American world. It's just they're everywhere.
1: I was in Niagara recent, not recently, like two years ago, and there was a drive-through for a Mustang club. Like right. I've never seen so many Mustangs in my life. And it's what I wanted to say about why I love the Mustang. Is because it's, it's like a monster truck, you know, as a car guy, you can't help but like monster trucks, even though they're like, they're not. Yeah. Anything that you, I, I and mean, I don't know, is of a completely different world? But if we go to a monster jam and like, look at trucks flipping and doing all this stuff, it's still just as exciting, right? Yeah. So when I look at a GT, uh, sorry, a 350 R, when I was seeing them, in this row of, like, regular Mustangs, Shelby Mustangs, Celine's you know, yeah. like, a S-Seline is basically what the 350R is, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, Mustang said, we not, we're not going to do this on our own anymore. Here, the you can't
0: control. You still can't control a But Selin. it's an old car,
1: yeah. right? Like, Celine I don't even know, think they tackled the new one. I don't know. I, I don't know. Any, I don't know. M- I'm Mustangs. not well-versed in them. Neither, neither am I. All I know is the 350R has just enough engineering in it to make it amazing and, and like, interesting to me from the wheels being carbon fiber to the seats, to the seats, right? Like all that stuff is really interesting to me. And that's what I like about the 350R. When I look at a five liter GT, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's fast. It looks pretty neat. By the way, the new ones, all of them look pretty cool, even the four bangers. But even the fact that you have a Mustang go from a two liter, so not a two liter, I don't know, I think they're a 2.4, but a a four cylinder, because they have the four cylinder model, to a 350R, like that range basically, talks about the whole industry of enthusiasts right
0: even the five liter the five liter compared to the 350r is literally night and day it is night and day
1: but the 350r is not a car that any of us would really get for anything other than the track
0: honestly i okay so on that note you mentioned last time that you have that sound that you got out of your system i haven't had that ever in my life no well i mean i had the one series where it was it was I mean, it can be loud, but it's yeah. never obnoxiously, I hate my neighbor loud. So
1: that's a Mustang like, feature. <laughs> I think with, it just comes with it. With
0: this, it's kind of like putting an F1, like a V8 F1 engine. That's that's what I, it sounds. It's so high revving, and it just drives fear into literally anybody I around. love
1: it for that. And it would be too obnoxious for day-to-day. It's just like having a... And that's exactly... that's like, like having a yellow a car, but yellow is a bit different. Imagine like a purple car. We all like taking photos of a purple Lambo. I'd love a purple car, but
0: it's we, literally my favorite. I will
1: tell you that day to day, it does. It won't take long before you get tired of it. Tired yeah, but, of the attention. Well,
0: that's that's exactly what it, what the 350R isn't. It's not a day to day car. Right. It's it's a car that you'll take after work, or on the weekend, or on a nice drive. It's the equivalent of I would never of a convertible. To, no, right? I would not drive it every day, day in day out. No, no. I that's, mean, scratch one of those wheels, nah. I
1: actually know somebody with one no. that broke a wheel at the no. track and they were chasing one down. That's how I found about it because they came to me and they're like, hey, do you know anybody because you deal with wheels? And I was like, man, that's a wheel that I genuinely don't know anybody would have.
0: Yeah, you just got so go to go the They had to go and buy a new one. Yeah. They couldn't
1: even find it on the forums. There's so many people with the non-R that want the 350R wheels, right? That they're just impossible to find.
0: Now, what do you think about the Camaro? I, I
1: used to hate the camaro right i used to hate actually I, i'm not a when i came to canada mm-hmm. i used to love muscle cars like my idea of like a perfect car was like a 67 uh mustang
0: i never liked muscle car i
1: liked the 69 camaro like dude there's so many cars that i saw 68 camaro um there's so many cars that i just loved mm. they're terrible cars and i got healed real quick of that disease uh then i got in, obviously into the german cars like all of us do and the japanese and back to germans and now i find myself more and more attracted to to us cars like the muscle cars it's cause and i can't help but like the new camaro yeah it's good on the track the new one yeah it's blistering quick oh yeah it sounds exactly that rumble that basically made me love the the old classics where mm-hmm. we sit in a park like at a red light and the car's like i love that right and you still get that plus it's still a lot better than everything else that listen if you look at 80s to late 2000s, 2000s yeah muscle cars were like a joke yeah. i'm sorry and, to and say,
0: i and i'm on the same boat as you but i find that when i learned that i like not speed in a straight line but speed throughout a corner that's where i've learned that there is no place in my heart for a muscle car
1: i agree you I mean, know
0: when the only time i went to the
1: to the drag strip was i only went to the drag strip once with my car really with my audi when it was like as done as it ever got
0: and you want to see what it ran
1: with the half car trailer on the back shut up i kid you not
0: now so by the way don't half know, car trailer yeah what, what what do you mean by half car trailer I'm, i know it's awesome. Yeah, so i it's <laughs> funny
1: because I had this number of years ago. I still get people reaching out to me with examples. They see others, and they're like, yo, look, these guys copied you. I'm like, I wasn't the first one to make it. But a half-car trailer is exactly that half of a car. And it's so, a trailer. And it ends up being a trailer. So I had multiple Audi B5 A4, all silver. Mm. That's why to most people, it just seems like I had the same car for a very long time, but I had three of them. One of them ended up being, unfortunately, infested by mice because I stored it at a friend's house. Got Anyway, long story. I had to part it out, and I was like, why am I throwing this perfectly good car? Shell was in perfect condition, but the, right. in, the wires were chewed up. The interior back seat, seats were all like the headliner. Everything was gone because the mice just like, this was a nightmare. No, I don't want anything to do with mice Two ever mice again. came in? 500, 500 out. left out yeah. <laughs> yeah um so i ended up you know what having a crazy idea i was talking to a friend some friends of mine and i was like you know what i'm gonna make a half car trailer initial plan was to cut the front clip make a barbecue out of it which was done many many times with trucks a lot of people do this pop mm-hmm. the hood you pop like pull it over with your car pop the hood and you have a barbecue pretty cool mm. party trick i didn't go camping enough to make it to justify it right and it was just occupying space so i threw the front clip out the rear i was like because of my business right? because of the spacers, I would go to shows. Now, spacers and, and hardware for spacers are heavy. Mm. I was only able to put so much in my car before I would need to rent a trailer or whatever. So I was like, you know what? This was gonna be perfect. I'm gonna cut this car in half. I'm gonna haul spacers with it to the shows. <laughs> and people laughed. They thought I was joking, just like you're doing right now. <laughs> and next thing you know, it was like about a month later and I'm posting photos of my car being chopped in half. Like literally i took a saw and i cut it in half and ended up building a pretty cool trailer that matched the front car right that pulled it right and that was kind of the, the neat aspect of it uh and this thing weighed anywhere between 700 and 1200 pounds but i was able to load 2500 pounds of of uh which by the way i should clarify i had a european imported uh hidden a hitch on my r on my audi mm which are rated for 3,500 pounds, okay? Uh, in US and Canada, for some reason, like hauling and trailer capacity is reduced due to liability. So my car was only rated for 1,500 pounds here. But in Europe, this hitch that I got was rated for 3,500 pounds. Right. Anyway, so I imported that. It was kind of cool, because when you, I wasn't using it, it didn't know it was there. Extra weight on the car, but hmm. small price to pay. So yeah, I loaded up with 2,500 pounds, went to Montreal to bureaucracy. And while I was there, I was obviously I unloaded the whole thing, put it in the booth, had a booth, people coming by. And at one point, people were announcing that their, the drag strip is not busy. And I was like to my brother, I'm like, you know, what would be pretty cool <laughs> to take this thing with a trailer <laughs> on, the, on the drag strip. And I managed to pull low 15s.
0: What? Yeah. Wait, now, now you're put, uh, you're, at this time you were what, doing 700-ish?
1: supposedly never really tested or confirmed 50 okay so it was it was but with the trailer that's not bad and if you see this trailer like it is a bit of a parachute it was definitely not i would not recommend for anybody to do this no no, no no no. i had a slippy clutch oh it was terrible i mean i I killed my clutch that day
0: any problems that an audi would have i'm assuming you've had
1: yeah, yeah. except for the reliability like the usual reliability issues i've like never really oil had, and coolant never had issues with that really? never had issues with electronics really honestly i the issues that i had with it purely mechanical were issues that i
0: induced i was just gonna say due to modifications yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
1: um but yeah low 15 somebody came to me he's like dude my jetta is actually slower than your whole setup and i was like obviously, big grin on my face quite proud of myself a bit upset because i just killed my stage three clutch oh no (laughs) and i was like i got to get a better clutch and that was kind of part of the situation of oh i'm gonna part this out because i don't think it's worth spending some money yeah but anyway and, yeah
0: now, mid-15s now today can be achieved by a sonata
1: oh, yeah funny part is that trailer i parted the car and i had the trailer left what am i gonna do with an a4 half car hmm. so i ended up selling it to a guy in indiana i drove it over the border for him because this is registered as a homemade trailer right no other way it still had a vent technically speaking it should still be a car but it definitely wasn't a car right so i registered it as a homemade trailer cops wave me by, give me thumbs up, never got pulled over, never had any issues. Wow. Across the border, the funniest thing to see a bunch of like patrol guards just like being like, what the heck is this thing? (laughs) And like it was the first time they were like super, super nice and like joking with me and just opening it up so they can see what the hell's going on because I still had a backseat in it. Right, right, right. Like the back end, actually one of my goals was to put a nice flat screen TV in it and have a video game console in there and just play around. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I crossed the border with it and handed over the ownership to the guy. Wow. And I drove back and he went to Indiana with it. <laughs> it was <laughs> interesting. yeah. And now obviously I have half a mind to, to build one for the Audi, for the R. I could just keep mixing the two, but for the R in wagon form, because we don't get the wagon here.
0: But do you think, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I would love to get a regular wagon with a, you know, with a front clip damage, cut it off. Paint it. Yeah. I would like to paint it into the car, to match the car, and match the rear end to an, an actual R wagon like in Europe. Mm. The truth is it's a lot of vanity, a lot of cost, and it's kind of pretty cool. But other than that, I don't need it. Mm. So that's kind of the What downside.
0: are you going to, what are you planning on getting for your next car?
1: I'm going to try to hold off as long as I can with the R mm. and the A4 wagon until I can afford a P car. That's kind of the goal. Yeah, there's a small chance, or probably pretty good chance, that P car is not going to happen for a long time.
0: Now, are you looking at getting 997, 991?
1: seven nine nine one? I'm really struggling. 991s are still out of. It's the price is manageable for anybody, really. Like a nine nine one, has kind of come down in price enough. Mm. That he, anybody can afford payments on it if they sacrifice everything else. Yeah, yeah. That's not the point. The point is to get something that's not going to affect my family and whatever. But right. I would really like a 996 Turbo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the only reason I would like a 996 is for the Turbo and its uniqueness, right? Yeah, yeah. I would consider it a 997 almost anything in hardtop. Mm. I'm not a big fan of the convertibles. And it seems like everybody's bought those in convertible. I don't understand why. But they're going up. Either. They're going up in price. So I'm really struggling to justify a nine nine seven, mm. either point one or point two C four whatever version, right? Compared to a Cayman S, mm. like a newer Cayman S. I hate. I, I, hate, I, I didn't like the first Cayman.
0: I still can't do a Cayman. The seven
1: eighteen Cayman. I can't do a Cayman. Body. Oh my god, I love it.
0: I can't do Boxsters. Like even I don't like Boxsters. Affiliated with Boxsters too. I can't do it. I don't know why. And it's just. Again, Again, it's it's, just it's me a being, mental block Yeah, it's yeah
1: it's a, i had that too with the initial 996 like the 996 first version every time i look at one i i immediately open another tab in my browser and look for body kits on how to make it look like it's,
0: 997 it's it's the boxers are the kind of they call it the hairdressers portion the first one but it's come for long. Way. I know it's come a long way, but it's been ruined by so many. I agree. Experiences. It's like, oh, what do you drive? Oh, I drive a Porsche, and they act like like it's the, yeah, like it's a turbo, the be all end all. Yeah, it, it's and like the people you, from the camp. You, uh, as an enthusiast, get intrigued. Like, oh my god, what kind of Porsche? Like, oh, why don't I just show you? And then it's a boxer. It's like, really, dude?
1: Yeah. It's like the people who say that, and then they end up with a with a SUV. Yeah, what's, what's it called? Uh, cayenne oh yeah it's yeah. like oh i got a porsche and i'm like oh pretty cool I, No, I, if I they, they have those if they i would love it i would love but cayenne. i'm not gonna nobody should own a only a cayenne and talk to you like yeah i got a porsche yeah no no i expect those guys to porsche, have enough suv yeah i, I expect <laughs> those guys to have enough presence of mind to say i have an suv what is it oh it's just a cayenne oh that's pretty cool then i get excited but if you come to me and you're like i got a porsche and i'm like which one is it oh it's a base cayenne Mm. now i know a certain somebody who just bought a turbo cayenne yeah you might know him too yeah i'll, I'll no no i'll let him talk about it i don't want to spill the beans but he's it's got some some stuff that needs worked on uh-huh it's the you're not gonna expect who it is but anyway long story a cayenne turbo is pretty darn exciting no matter which generation of course it is, right of course cayenne turbo has been the fastest suv almost with every generation
0: but you know what it's in, in the same like the whole boxer thing same thing with the bmw owners what do you drive? A BMW M? but it? It's an M Something package. Something is up. You're not really disclosing exactly what it is. Oh, it's a 328. With an M
1: package. Which is why I didn't like the Audi push for people buying, like making their A4s look like S4s. Even though I partially did that too. But I don't like people disguising their cars or being the, and I understand why they do it. Everybody wants an M3. Mm-hmm. But it's not in the budget. And not everybody can afford it. but they can afford to make it look like that or over time sure okay no problem but don't have the
0: attitude like you're driving an m3 you know but let's be honest the the m3 drivers the attitude Mm. that they have you know what it's not the people i did find out it's not it's not the people no it's a lot of people think bmw m3 or whatever owners are asshole drivers it's not the case and i'm not kidding the car makes you do that
1: it's not even the car
0: the car makes you do that it's it's the people who have the second generation of that car
1: not so not as a generational model but the second owners that that are, are the problem not the first owners what do you mean the person who comes and buys a brand new m3 is most likely not the asshole you're meeting on the road the asshole with the m3 you're meeting on the road is a kid who bought a half no have come apart no 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 no. No? I, no.
0: I disagree and the only reason why is because I've experienced this with a friend of mine the guy that I told you he got rid of his um, yep. his uh, car for the for the Lotus he has an M3 he drives he drove the the Lambo fine the Lotus fine all of his cars he drives fine he gets in the M3 he drives like an asshole He's like, the car just pushes you, just keeps on pushing you. And I get it. The R is like that too. And now he gets the M2CS, same thing. Just pushes you. Just like, hey, go faster. The Golf R is exactly like that. Really? Yeah. Really?
1: Like stock? You know that when you you fully build it? It doesn't matter. Hmm. The people who have a stock, they think it's the fastest thing since, you know. Of course. I don't know. But they're also kids. Yeah. Uh, But the, the thing about the R is it does kind of, because of its price point and the type of car, like, it is more likely you'll get young professionals or like people who are older and they want something sensible buying it, right. as opposed to the young young kids because it's still kind of expensive, right? Mm-hmm. Those guys end up buying the GTI, or they end up buying a Golf and they just soup it up, right? But the R itself kind of finds itself in this weird niche where it's not as exciting as, as a RS, to most people, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it it has a very weird user base or like a customer base.
0: Well, the it's it's
1: but the people who have it they end up driving like first of all it's fun in the snow so as soon as the snow hits you see a golf going sideways it's it's so like something doesn't click Mm -hmm. you know it's like when you see an suv drifting it's like
0: shouldn't do that (laughs) but it does in the right hands i find that the the owners of most golf r's are not first time vw owners they're
1: not i mean to justify spending that kind of money you have to kind of be a fanboy to begin with yeah And everybody loved the R32.
0: But you know what? At the same time, now that, you know, time has come where everything is advancing. I mean, for crying out loud, the Ford Focus RS. That is a very, very impressive car. Out of the Golf R, the RS and the STI, the RS blows all three out of the water. Especially speed-wise, like performance-wise. Right. And all four cars are all-wheel drive. And now to throw the wrench in the gears... You come out with a Type a, a Type R Civic, front-wheel drive that blows all three out of the water, which doesn't make sense.
1: But see, here's the thing: it goes back right. to what we were saying before. Was like each one is its unique experience. The Type R
0: is absolutely terrible in every way
1: except at going fast.
0: I love it. I. It's because it's everything a Japanese car should be: <sighs> crazy, very, very bare bone.
1: It's the reason I don't like Japanese cars anymore. Fast. Really? Yeah. It's because.
0: It's like, look at Corollas.
1: I hate myself for liking the new Corollas.
0: <laughs> You're not do, the first one to say
1: that. I look at it and I'm like, that looks freaking cool. Look at the new Camry.
0: Do you know why? Do you know why all the new Toyotas look good for a change?
1: Let me guess. They hired one of the designers from some big, nope. big
0: name. The fanboy son took over Toyota. See, there you go. But, but that's that's the thing Do you know why Kias
1: and Hyundais look great?
0: Because the former CEO of M stepped in.
1: Yeah, and they have the former designer from Audi. Who? Uh, The guy who had Audi design. um, Oh, for
0: for M or for uh, Hyundai and Kia?
1: Yeah. So now they hired uh, like an ex-Audi Fun
0: fact, guess who the new CEO or not new. This was like 2017, but who the CEO of M is. Take a guess based off of what they were recently doing. M as a car has never been all wheel drive. This is the biggest giveaway. They are now pretty much all of them except for the CS models all wheel drive.
1: So is it Audi?
0: Yeah. Former CEO of Quattro. The CEO of M. I hate that. I, know, I hate that. But people love all wheel drive. Well yeah, especially in this Everything's
1: going all wheel drive. Which especially is, in this country. But Yeah.
0: I like the fact that they've remained they have like the Pierce cars with the with, with the CS. I just want to I
1: just want to know who they hired as their new designer cuz that new front end looks I think horrible. Yeah. Honestly that that gaping nose Look is just, I can't get behind it. Yeah, I at first I thought it was a meme. I honestly thought that the, M, <laughs> the new M5 M3 or no, no, the one the big car is a it's a saloon. Um, really, I thought it was a meme. I honestly thought somebody like stretched it out as a joke. Which, like, the new M5? Is it, I think it was the Alpina that kind of made the rounds about. I
0: think you're talking about the X7. Oh,
1: no, it was a saloon car.
0: Then it's the 7 series, it might be the 7
1: series, yeah. it, yes, because it was a big, big. Yeah, But I looked at it, I genuinely thought somebody, like, <laughs> made a caricature of it. I don't... Because that it's always kind of been the joke with BMW, that their their two nose nostrils are growing bigger every year. And there used to be memes about this, like, years ago, that it was mm-hmm. just going to end up taking over the whole car.
0: Yeah, and now it has. And now it has.
1: I just but... don't think it's a good look. I think the, the 2000 to 2010, they had a really good design motif.
0: After the F30 came out, it was just it went downhill and uh the yeah. five series is the five beautiful. series it's i mean it's a classic years. car it's like it's like looking at an a6 speaking it, of which the new a6 wagon <laughs> I i'd still I, I would still however like but they a6, have it in all road now too i know but a6 wagon oh, sorry, our rs6 wagon so rs6 wagon is a whole different beast up against a e63 i don't even care I don't even care what's
1: faster than an RS6. I want an RS6. That's how bad I like it. Really? Yeah. I'd still
0: get an E63. And you get... know, like my opinion on Mercedes yeah. is it's I like they're the... not driver's cars. Hey, but I know. But for some reason the E63 is S. Yes. It is and you know amazing and, and it's and fast. I couldn't put my I couldn't put my finger on it until I heard Chris Harris, who is one of the very few people I, w- I would ever listen to when it comes to opinions on cars. He told me he says, well, not me. He said in a video he said if I had to take car between a five series and e-class i would take a five series and i'm like yes i agree he's like but m5 or an e63 i take an e63 and that's where it's just like yes that's exactly what i'm trying to get i really
1: love the e63s wagon i think it's just
0: and that's what i'm saying between
1: those between that car and rs6 i would still go for the rs6 i I know it's 63 i'll tell you why i mean I, i can't tell you why that's the problem i know it's slower Yes, significantly. I know that S63 is actually cheaper a little bit to begin
0: with. The E63S? Yeah, it's a bit cheaper than the S. What?
1: Than the rs 63 Seriously? Last time I checked. Now, I don't want to misquote, and if I misquote, then... Uh, Let's but, just
0: say they're the same price. Let's just
1: say they're the same I price. I thought that the E63... But the fact that it's faster should definitely push me towards the E63. Mm. It is a little bit more grown up, which is kind of where I'm going, right? Like, with my life, I just want to have a bit more of a grown up The E? Car. Yeah. Yeah. It looks a bit more like a... So
0: I still want the r s six because you've cause been, I've always wanted one, I think that's yeah, kind of it, yeah,
1: you know, like starting with r s two everybody loved the r s two but the-
0: now, if you make the e six and this is how now now you you know where I stand when it comes to e sixty three versus r s x has to be a wagon if the wagon was not an option with the e class that would probably be the last car I take,
1: yeah, i agree it's has it has to be wagon yeah. I actually like the RS6 more than the Panamera, too. Like the, I'm too. not a fan of the Panamera, period. I love the new Panamera. It looks great. It's I, fast. It's big. Mm. It's everything a big wagon should be. I think the, the first prob- Panamera ruined all Panameras for me. I agree. It was a bit too bubbly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the first TT, right? Everybody kind of hates the TT because of what the first TT was. I still do. I think the new TT RS is just... It's a dead car. It, I, like saw it. I saw one Nobody buys it. I know. But they're so cool. You know why it's a dead car? Because nobody buys it. Because it's a coupe. And everybody wants big cars nowadays. It's such a shame. Yeah. It's a, and, and Look and, where uh, we're moving. We're moving towards the extremes, right? Like we're getting the 350R, which is technically a track car on the road. With two seats. Yeah. We have stuff like the 370 or 400 that's coming up, right? <sighs> which looks pretty cool. Actually, I, I've always hated 350. I disliked the 370 even more. The really? Four, the 400, I like.
0: I loved the most the 350. I, I 370s, thought. I could get behind. I have the same problem with the 350. But it looks like a Datsun, that's why you like it. It looks like a modernized yeah, yeah. Datsun.
1: So the reason I hated the 350 is the same reason I hated the first ET.
0: Just that bubbly,
1: I like a simple shape. I like. It. I know, I know, and I know exactly why people like it is the same reason I don't like it. Hmm. I also didn't like the fact that it was purely a two, two-seater. Because it just it shattered the market for me. Like, uh,
0: yeah, I get it. I get it.
1: In my case, like all of a sudden. I can't go anywhere. Like I can't have that car. It's but just, now
0: it's too selfish. But now it's nice to be selfish.
1: I know, but that's exactly what I wanted to say. Is like the cars are moving towards the extremes. You either get the fastest car, or the biggest car, or the most utilitarian car. Right? Yeah. Which is why an RS Six is such a cool, and the E sixty three wagon mm. is such a cool, fresh of breath air with old flair. Right. Because you get the utility you get the speed you mm. get the excitement and the noise and everything and it's still a big car
0: now since we're talking about a lot of different cars um and you can choose to think about this as we're talking and talking cars but i asked my brother this i don't know if you watched that episode i did with you have 250k yeah you have dollars. have you thought have you ever like this question's
1: haunted me i'm like what am i going to say when i get on the show <laughs> i have not come up with answers yet so i'm going to come up with <laughs> answers right now i honestly have not
0: been able to like your your golf r and your a4 wagon are gone for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. so you're starting fresh okay you don't have a single car to your name your wife figures it out with her yeah
1: so just purely hypothetical the best for your the best cars i can get for 250
0: best cars you can get for 250 canadian taxes aren't a thing canadian canadian okay And you don't have to answer right now unless you're like, I could probably stumble my way through it or figure it out. But this list always changes. Like it changed for me already. And I talked to my brother about it what a month and a bit ago. I'm single. I feel like I'm very single dimensional in this. Like, And it's very, which is fine because that's the whole thing is as the more people hear about this, the more people see other people's opinions. Like, okay, everyone is like, this guy's way over there. This guy's way over there. Yeah. Like, I have a friend who's like, oh, yeah, I just take an E63 wagon, and do I'd probably get, like, an old, really old G-Wagon used for, like, the other, you know, 80000 yeah, 70000 And I'm just like, really? Those two? Are like, yeah. Keep in mind, we live in Canada. You need a winter car. Yeah. Go.
1: I'm going to get a GT4 Cayman. That's my
0: first one. You're really going to open up with that after I told you how I, okay, yeah. all right.
1: Go ahead. I just won't want to, but <laughs> the, the truth is I want a 911. I just can't justify spending all the money on, sorry. on the 911
0: GT4, I, I heard Cayman, and uh, I just blinded. No, GT4. G- GT4. I've driven different beast. Arguably more fun than a GT3. Yes. I have heard this. And I'm sorry for those of you who think otherwise. No, listen, I'm a GT... I'm a 911 GT3 fan. Same. Till I die. Same. But the Cayman is just so much the more g- giddy. I don't know what it is about the it. The GT4 is...
1: It's like getting an old 911 but new, modern and everything yeah, that 911 yeah, yeah, yeah. used to be. It's like it captures all that I think the, essence. the cabin space is a little bit tighter.
0: But that's what yeah, 911s that. used to be. Yes, like and, 911s and that's, that's, that's exactly what I mean.
1: The biggest complaint about 911s for for people who were able to were able to afford it was it's too tight. Now wait, Seats
0: are too tight. Well, now when you're going to GT uh, GT4, it's a $120,000 car. Okay, so you're looking at like what? 2017ish? No, the latest model, the 718. I don't think they... the new new, new one. Yeah, you I can get it for one hundred and twenty.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it. Hmm, it. Okay, maybe it's something worth looking up, but I think it's a hundred and twenty for the GT four. <clears throat> now, it starts, and, you and I, to- I don't want to get into the the whole packages with Porsche because Porsche has like you can make that car probably two hundred fifty thousand dollars and just of course because of red stitching or what you know something right. weird. I know something like carbon ceramic brakes are like fifteen thousand dollar pack. Would you get carbon ceramics? No man i like them in theory me too i just don't think for any of us is they're really that be- big of a benefit i always tell all my customers to just stay away from them
0: oh I, yeah look at that 116 to start,
1: start. yeah so but that's <laughs> that kind of gets you the in the gt4 essence right like obviously from that you can go with alcantara that's made out of right. i don't know sealed pleather god knows what <laughs> material that they come up with you know uh, but yeah you can definitely upgrade it and get Black package, chrono package, you know, God knows what else. There it's a hundred and twenty car. Yep. So I'd go with that. And you get a brand new too. I would I, that one. I would get brand new. Okay. And I would get it brand new so I can avoid saying I would like a nine nine seven point two GT
0: three. Fair enough. Right. Mm-hmm. One hundred thirty thousand dollars left. I've always liked the Q eight, like the new rsq eight.
1: Mm. But it's an expensive car. And you'd go for RSQ8. You wouldn't just go Q8. No, I would go for RSQ8 because
0: I know, listen. I, that was a trick question, by the way. Because if you said Q8, I would just say, "Why not get a crossport?"
1: <laughs> right, and that's exactly <laughs> why. Um, the truth is, I'm really struggling between getting an RSQ8 or an RS6 because, technically speaking, you get the same price ish for the same power ish for the same space and like feel. Just one is an SUV and one's a wagon. And I'm kind of a wagon guy. So you're telling me that Do you know actually
0: what? debate a RSQ8 versus an RS6 wagon. Yeah.
1: I would because I like the RSQ8 so much. Mm. But,
0: but that's it then. Then you're done. I'm kind of done. Right. Because And you'd be I, really content with just two cars. Yeah. Really? And the funny part is they're not like... That's literally what I just explained at the very beginning of like this whole like thing. But like that that's, some guys just want two cars and that's it. I would love a
1: collection of, of cars. But the problem is the cars that I like, I need a million dollars to fill up this garage with 10 cars. $250,000 is a lot of money, but it's I, not enough. It's not enough, right? I know, I but know. it's not even that it's not enough, is that the car tastes are over here and clearly the budget is not right like right now. But
0: what about what about like an R32? Like a Mark 4 R32 or even like a but, Mark 2 GTI. This,
1: but this is the problem cuz now you go there and now you have to care about the price. Listen, when you buy a GT4, you go You buy your GT4 for 120. You buy your RS6 for 160 because that's how much it costs. Right. So 160 plus 120. That's actually more. I can't even afford these two cars for 250.
0: Whatever. I'll afford fl- I'll I'll yeah. forward you the 10k. Doesn't yeah. matter. It's okay. like it's there.
1: But the point is, you get them. They work. You don't have to care about the price because you cared about the car before you cared about the price. When you're starting to shop for R32s, for an old RS4. Which is another car I would really like, like a B seven RS4. Mm. Right. So basically if I played this game, I'd play it in two versions. One, I just played it out to you. A came in GT4. Yeah. Just For cars, me? For every day. Of... RS six for the family while I still have car. my my soul in it. Right?
0: Right. And it's a winter car. Well. Right. right. So
1: that's kind of scenario number one. Scenario number two includes none of those cars. Scenario number two is a B seven RS4 for thirty-two grand. Includes a Mark IV Supra for sixty grand, you know. Includes um RS2 Wagon from ninety two. Like these are all project cars. See where this is going? Yeah. One of them was no hassle. I just like cars. Second one's like, okay, now I'm gonna tinker with these damn cars all the all the day long.
0: Right? And and borderline, you're looking at investment cars too. Yeah, because some of those you'll you'll buy them all for two fifty, but then five years later they're doubled.
1: I'm not a BMW guy, but with that kind of money, I. I'd consider an M3 E46. Why? Oh. Right? My brother has one. I love it. She it's not the it. kind of car I would buy unless I had $250,000 to throw at it. Like, at cars. Mm. Right? But I would get stuff like the Tacoma. right? Maybe not the Tacoma in specific, but like a cool pickup truck. I can't help but like Raptors. Hey, Tacoma was in my list. Yeah. So, I'm. this is where I was saying that I'm a bit too one-leaf, one-page kind of guy. I seem to steer towards porsche audi and vw yeah vw group yeah like it's just something i grew up i'm with i'm I'm familiar with them i have
0: everything i revolve around that sorry um and that's me as well vw group mostly like not really audi mostly VW. vw and porsche Yeah, mostly porsche um bmw and just japanese and here's the
1: thing I would not pick... You notice how I haven't even touched on Japanese cars?
0: but there's oh, so, did,
1: you did a But a little bit. So, And on no, the Supra, and that's just because I have like a emotional attachment to it, seeing one that kind of blew me away when I was younger, right? Right. But the truth is, there's so many cool Japanese cars that I would consider, that I would yeah. like, but they're just... I don't have that attachment to them. Like, I like a Mark III Supra, for example. Mm. It's a terrible car, really. Right. But they're so cool. It's yeah. just like the NSX. It's not that great of a car it's praised to no end it is a great car though but it 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 is a driver's car only everything else is sucks at yeah like it's not comfortable but you don't need it to be a
0: comfortable car i know i know but see that's that's the whole reason why you want to buy a a, a roadrunner
1: right and none of it makes sense because i use contradictory arguments based on the car i'm looking at purely on my emotional attachment to it right like the same argument i use for owning a mark IV supra is the argument i deny an nsx for Right. Which is funny. It's funny how our minds work that way. Well, I like an RX seven, FD. They're
0: great. Yeah, but they're terrible cars. Yeah, yeah,
1: like <laughs> yeah. four rotor turbo. Those things are beasts. Oh, they just start whining. I love it. But I mean, there's a, we
0: haven't even gotten into
1: Jaguars and other cars that I've grown up around. Like I looking can't do jacks. I like an old Jack.
0: I can't do them. And they're
1: the new f sport uh, sorry f type f types yeah, yeah, yeah those are great they All look right. good i like the the, the new ghibli maserati is one of those understated brands as far as i'm concerned yeah. it has its problems i'm not gonna deny that yeah but the fact they can get a quattroporte for like 35 grand
0: that's pretty darn cool it is
1: and it's like it's definitely 10 times cheaper than a ferrari that not well, maybe not 10 but probably yeah nowadays yeah and there's no Ferraris on my list. I am not a Ferrari guy at all.
0: I mean, for me, F40. Listen,
1: F40. <laughs> F, even the F50, which I dislike the way it looks. I love the way it looks. I think, love it. I think it really doesn't do it for me. Like, I prefer the Countach over it. And the Countach looks terrible. It's, it looks so terrible that everybody loves it. I it's still, like Diablo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still love... I. It's yeah. the same reason we all love these cars. And the F40 is a good example, right? But it's such a single-purpose car that I can't get any attachment to it. Is the reason? Oh, you know what? A car. What car I really like as of late? Mm. Mercedes GT. Really. The new new GT. The Black th- Series. Yeah. The fastest car in the world. I cannot help but love and slobber over over did, this car. Did you see the the Nordschleife? One?
0: Yeah. Number one.
1: Dude, it's crazy. But as I, if, as if. The first ones looked terrible. I thought they looked like the SLS. Yeah, Or the SL I started with and then SLS. I, I did not like those. I and love the SLS. The new one looks great. It's just like the Viper. See, We like the Viper, but it's terrible it's looking interest.
0: Well, I'll touch on that as well. I know. SLS, I heard you talk about the ACR. SLS, I adore. I think it's such a flagship poster car. The fact that they came out with a... They scrapped the SLS, quote unquote, to make it a race car. Released the GT. I'm like, that's a knockoff of an SLS. I now hate it. Yeah. regardless of what numbers you show me yeah i know right and but now it's just it just keeps on wanting to look more and more like an sls but then you see an sls it's like ah, you that's... know what i like about mercedes in that regard though
1: everybody's has
0: basically you can draw a
1: parallel design wise between the f40 the Countach, maybe the miura too hmm. to every modern supercar except for the mercedes flagships yeah every single one looks like you know the same idea like you put side by side, uh, Koenigsegg with, um, because they do their own thing, but no, but what I mean is like they all have this wedge, sh- a bit angular mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. look and feel, which all of us love, including myself. Look mm-hmm. at the every Lambo without exception, every Lambo, right? Right, even Ferrari, you know, if you look at their new flagship, mm. it's like super spearhead type thing. Mm-hmm. You look like at Mercedes, and they're like, nah, we like the drop, like the. Droplet, look, but it works like the round look, and it works. And but it, it doesn't for some reason. And it's fast, regardless of it not being pointy. Exactly, but isn't it's it? It's fast. Isn't it crazy how when you look at a top of the line Lambo, top of the line Ferrari, they you can tell that that's a La Ferrari. Like that is something special. You look at the GT, and you're like, it still feels kind of like a regular car. Mm-hmm. It almost doesn't look flagship unless you get GT with wings and stuff like. Right, and then right. Then it just right. looks like a race car, but it doesn't have that like. I don't. It's understated in a way, and that's it kind is. of what I like. about it. It is
0: very understated. I will say this: like I, and I'm not saying I hate the GT, even though I said I hate it. But I'm only saying that because I prefer the SLS. Yeah, I've driven a GT. It reminds me of a GTR. It does a doesn't, Nissan just yeah. because it's very, very effortless to drive. Now, with that being said, you come out with the GTR Pro, the AMG GTR Pro. That's a monster. Like yeah. AMG G uh, AMG GTR and the GTR Pro. Those are heavy-hitting cars. Now, the black series, haven't driven it. I've driven the other two. Other two are they got a little bit of emotion to them, a little bit of spice when you mm-hmm. you know open it up, they kind of like get a little That's that fish tailing. That's modern cars, right? I like it. But it's even though it's a V8, even though it makes all the right sounds, it's not raw enough. I know. But now turning it around, what car is raw enough these days? Old cars. That's it. New cars that feel old, which is a three fifty R or an ACR. Yeah. Or
1: when you get people like Zinger getting old cars and reviving them in some
0: way or another, right? Right. Well but, Singer but that, Singer's Singer's different because they're trying to achieve something where it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna sell you this nine eleven. We're gonna redo it. We're gonna make it, you know, to the yeah. nth degree, but the thing but is it's not a nine eleven anymore. It's not it's not only that, they're not gonna drive it they're going to park it in their living room and just never turn it on. Yeah, that
1: I mean that's kind of the case with a very expensive car, right? You get you don't get people with a Bugatti Chiron enjoying what the Chiron could actually be enjoyed for in no in
0: every way. Of- There's a guy that mounted a Pagani onto his wall.
1: Hey, I would too if I had that kind of money. Would you? Why not? Cuz he probably has another one that he drives around. But would you? No. The truth is I wouldn't, but it's like I can see why he did it, right? It's the same way as like it's a very expensive piece of art at the end of the day yeah i don't know i'm i'm trying so hard to not be resentful for old things going away because there are ex- like i was saying earlier there are exciting things about the new and it's tough to stick to the old all the time because you stop appreciating the new stuff right
0: i am exactly that yeah i'm very resentful of the fact that everything's being i, love I just manuals. hate the fact that everything's being forgotten yeah, that's no, that's that's pretty much what it comes to at the end of the day people forget what a car actually drives like like a real real raw but that, driving car people forget that that's a that's pe- human nature right yeah it, but for everything the thing is it's it's something one of those, it's one of those things where if you have a modern day enthusiast that's into modern cars and then you throw them into something that is very analog very raw very old school yeah. that can do everything that the new car can but you just have to be a little more engaged. Yeah, but the thing is, then they're like, whoa, what's this, like, why is it doing this? Why is it doing, and then they're more engaged, more like, I I can't even put, like, words into it. I'll tell you what I think is driving us to this.
1: And it is this social, cultural shift towards getting things fast and quick, right? Yeah. You don't have people preparing to be a racing driver for years and years and years. Mm. They want to get into a car and be a good driver right away. Of course. And that that kind of goes with everything, right? There's yeah. less musicians out there because fewer people want to spend the time to learn guitar the right way. Yeah, and that'll let a computer do it. That's the, that's the case for everything, right? Yeah. And the truth is craftsmanship as a general thing is going away,
0: right? Like being skilled at a single thing becomes outdated. But the thing is, when you find that one person that has that craftsmanship, it is impressive, isn't it? it's impressive blows everyone away and blows every
1: other competitor out of the water the downside is that from outside it's just like going on vacation through a touristy area seeing a guy who blows glass and being super amazed at the craftsmanship and everything he does in five minutes later you're looking at a different shop and you forgot about the glass yeah it's it's that's yeah, the problem yeah right? yeah, yeah so we're, that's why we like so many cars that's why like Every one of us we can talk about the ACR, can talk about the Bugatti, can talk about the 911 GT3. We can talk about any car so much, and we love them all. And The truth is, we all have a hard time picking one at the end of the day, if you only had money for one.
0: And that's why the whole $250,000 thing, I like, that list always changes. Listen, my,
1: my list changes every single time I speak because I can't, I can't anchor it down in any way. Because mm-hmm. the logic behind picking it in the first place is so emotional. Tomorrow I might want a pickup truck instead of that RS6. I might not want a GT4 at all in Canada because it doesn't make a lot of sense to have one. Yeah, it might make yeah, but it might make more sense, for example, to have an RS3 front wheel drive, the one that's like, uh, what's it called? TCR, the TCR model. Front wheel drive. Yeah. Uh, So there's an RS3 TCR. It's a front wheel drive. No Quattro. No Quattro. But it's a pure dedicated uh drag car no track car but it's certified and you can actually go to tcr races with this car and it costs close to 250 grand jesus but it's like we're talking about uh, a car that's you can't have a team and register it in official races yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like, it's like a cup car almost it's what gmr on um, kind of started on right like mm. the toyota group started to build track. Our Spoon started this way, too. They were basically a race, uh, racing team. Right.
0: right. And then they started offer AMG was the same. Spoon parts, by the way, just as a side comment, are so expensive parts. Oh, my God. I tried looking at brake kits for the S2000. For and Spoon, they're
1: not in Spoon. You can't even
0: guarantee that they're the best. The I, I was just going to say, they're, they're double the price and not even the best out there. It is. What but I mean, the color scheme. And yellow people, and blue.
1: And people like it.
0: Yeah. So...
1: I don't know. I feel like everything's so emotional these days. Every time I start talking about anything, I either can go for hours or I give up early because I'm just like, I, I can't make sense of it. Yeah, it's the same way. I like a 994. Sorry, a 944 Porsche. And hate the 944 Porsche. A I like them. I like it. 50/50 weight distribution, fairly cheap, good track car, 150 horsepower. Now I hate it. Right. But in the same time, it's like it's
0: pretty still, exi- pretty exciting still. Yeah, but you know what? Even when you're pushing these slow cars, they still feel like they're fast. And that's the that's my whole point, is yeah. I've said it again <laughs> over and over and I feel like a broken record, but I find that in today's day and age, I think finding a car that feels fast is Well, it's why people like the F R S, right? Yeah, I mean, you know what? The new the FRS for me is I, I hate
1: by the way the new design or the new version they're coming out with. You don't like it? I don't like it. I, I prefer like the it. old one.
0: I like it. I like the way it looks. Hmm
1: interesting but i
0: mean it's it's very very similar to the uh to the new nissan
1: i was gonna say to the 400
0: very similar but the brands are not
1: and for some reason i like the nissan i don't like the new frs
0: and i'll tell you why because you hate the rear end of the frs and you love the rear end of the 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 nissan
1: i actually agree but it's the front end on the frs that's throwing me off why it looks like a botched old Viper. The blobby eyes, widespread apart.
0: Yeah. I could see why you say that.
1: So, it, it, I don't know. Maybe I'm just drawing parallels when there's no parallels to be drawn. But I just... I, there's I something you, about it I don't I like. I
0: know what you mean, but I...
1: It's, it's almost the same reason I didn't particularly like the SLS at the, the beginning, right? Because mm. it's got that, like... The, uh, the headlights almost point sideways <laughs> as opposed to forward mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what i mean and i also i am one of those people that looks at cars and sees faces you know like i almost can draw a face based on the what do you see way. when you
0: see a one series
1: oh i hated the one series because <laughs> it looks like a teddy bear <laughs> honestly a friend of mine had it and the only reason i liked it is because it was a 135 and it was quick right but the car, the rear end looks all right. From I love certain, it. From some angles, it looks terrible. From some angles, it looks amazing. The was front whi- end was it
0: white or black? Black, of course, because
1: yeah. that's the only two colors you'll ever see in your life. Yeah, but the front end, I can, especially the early ones, horrible. Is. I cannot. It's, it's the same reason I didn't like the Z four, right? The Z eight. Like if you remember the Z eight, yeah. Oh, it's a terrible car. Why? I, I mean, recently met somebody with a, with an M coupe, and I love it. And the funny part is how similar those are, but I
0: I love it. No, the M Coupe's not. No, 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 comparing it to a Z eight. No, the no, M Coupe no, compared to so a Z four. Sorry. There's
1: there's. Oh right 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 right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah yeah I can see what you mean. Well, the Z Coupe is is a Z four, just not a just a hardtop essentially. Right, but the way they complete the hardtop.
1: It's the way these things look with a hardtop,
0: which has a little bit of a fastback look. I sense. It does, especially if you get the the spoon. Yeah, hardtop. But the I, thing is, the I've had a lot of opportunities to buy a hardtop for the S two thousand. I know, I, I wouldn't either. Which, mind you, five thousand dollars for a hardtop. Listen, if you're getting a convertible, own it. Exactly. Why am I Why am I driving a convertible? It's the reason if, I don't like 911s with hardtops. And you know like what? I'm convertible hardtops. I'm not a fan of soft tops. I, I, say, I hate say top soft tops. Top down. And the S2000 is a soft top. But it just works. It Oddly enough, it just works. I, I don't like... Like, very few cars, I think,
1: look good with hard top convertible. The 3 Series is one of them. I agree. Um, the Porsche isn't. The 911, especially the 996, convertible like. with a hard top, does not look great. I like the Targas. I like the Targas, too. Everybody likes the Targa.
0: But, yeah. No, our I, tastes
1: the line. I'm very,
0: very surprised. I, I think in I, some I, ways, we're just personality i think dictates some differentiations but Maybe, yeah, i do yeah. agree i mean i i i find uh, yeah the whole japanese thing i think that's where we differ but for the most part i think you understand where i'm coming from yeah
1: and i think at the end of the day i can really consolidate why i don't like certain things
0: and accept them even though but it doesn't mean that it's yeah the spoken word
1: right right mm-hmm. and that's
0: the whole thing about having your own kind of opinion yeah. about like i like the r34
1: I mean, what car guy doesn't like an R thirty four GTR, right? Right. right, right. Like, but I would have such a hard time finding myself in a position where I would get one.
0: Mark for Supra or R thirty four. I would get the R thirty four,
1: even though I said Supra before.
0: I'd get an R thirty four as well. But I think the thing you is, know why if they were the same
1: price. It's not even that. I think the Supra is just such a bland car in stock form. In. That's the- why it's so beautiful. But it's not. Uh, how can I put this? It's not like NSX stock form. No NSX stock form looks great. It's just like looks like very much like a Lotus, old Lotus, right? But nothing, nothing can compare Esprit. to like a stock NSX, right? But the GTR manages to have its presence, not looking like an NSX, not mm. looking as right exotic, and still look really good from stock, as mm. opposed to a Supra, just looks so like. Especially, so listen. There's only one Supra Mark IV that I think is worth to be the enthusiast's poster child, and that is the twin turbo, right? Right. The regular Supra, because those Mark IVs didn't all come in.
0: Really? Oh, yeah. There's turbo. some naturally aspirated. There's
1: those were, on my opinion, horrible. Horrible. Yeah. It's just like getting the different. Like, have it you ever, Still look beautiful though. Have you ever talked With to anybody ones? who owned? My brother owned one of these. I don't know if you guys went over it. Uh, the GTIR Pulsar. Nissan. No. It can be very easily confused with a golf.
0: Yeah. It's a four-wheel drive little car. I know what it was saying. Yeah, yeah.
1: What it's based on is the most absurd little hatchback that's a family car. It looks like nothing in it. It's like a Renault 5 situation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A Renault 5, my dad had one. It's a 1.1 liter, 40 or 60 horsepower. Mm. Now you talk about the R5, which is the rally champion. Mm. And it's it's a wild Different, different car story. Yeah. and that's exactly what I look at the, the Supras too people you know every time they see Supra they're like especially with the new TikToks it's like oh Supra oh my god is that a Supra if it's a twin turbo and it's done up it looks amazing if it's a twin turbo and it's stock I can appreciate it for what it is if it's an I I don't
0: want to see it yeah I get well I mean my friend had a my friend had a he has two so he has a 2JZ yeah in black he's had it for a very long time yeah and he had a regular one, naturally aspirated, put in red last year sold it for twenty five k you know my thought process is b- buy it, put a two g in it, yeah, i mean
1: there there comes a time where nine elevens are like this too. you want it as original as you can get, it. yes yeah, yeah yeah, and it maintains its value, but there is a hump, and I'm not sure how to identify it <clears throat> where. It doesn't matter if you have to restore it, modernize it, but all you have to do is do something to it to make it exciting and value starts increasing again. It's like be- buying a rebuilt title car, right? As soon as it's a rebuilt title, price drops. Yeah. But if you've done it do it well enough and clean and nice enough, it can regain its value.
0: I want to say it's it has something to do with the consensus on how many are out there. So, when it comes to an S2, for example, there's not many of them out there without a claim because they're, old, you know, they're, they're older, yeah. and a lot of people don't know that they're horrible in the rain. Like, especially the AP1s, because they had no ABS, so you tap the brake, you are dead. They yeah. call them the Widowmakers. AP2s have ABS, but just a slight touch of a throttle, hey, NA... You have to build it up to get the power, but slight touch of throttle in rain, you're going sideways. So there's not a lot of them out there that are not, you know, that don't have a claim on them. And because they are, they were amazing when they came out, but people have made them better throughout time by doing tiny little things. Like for example, the rear bumper is a parachute. Yep. So people- Like a diffuser in the back. Exactly, right? But it has to go throughout the entire car. That's what people don't understand. And they made them better over time to the point where now you look at one, it's unmolested. It doesn't have a claim on it, blah, 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 blah. Oh my God, this is rare. So that's why it goes up in price. Same thing with the Supra. Same thing with the M3. Same thing with the M3. Same thing with
1: the GTI. You
0: can't find them not unmolested, no claims, blah, 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 blah. Do you know that I saw... An S four B five, by
1: no means an impressive car anymore, right? It's it's not
0: that great. The cluster for me is but what makes that
1: car I've amazing. I've seen one that. sell for thirty five thousand USD. Yeah, I,
0: I believe it. Because Go to bring a
1: trailer. You'll see them all. Yeah, all the because they're all exactly that state. Like when you get the the cleanest and the best, nice looking ones. I've seen a um, what's the Mercedes called? The the one that came with the Cosworth motor
0: came with a C car, was C two? I forget it Cosworth. Like in nineteen nineties. Like in nineteen
1: ninety to ninety two. Is
0: it uh the one ninety E? Yes. Yeah. So the one ninety E. I
1: mean there was the one ninety E Cosworth and then there was one ninety E that was not the Cosworth. Right. Even the one ninety E non Cosworth are starting to go up in value if they're clean and nice. Yeah. And it's just a basically a basic
0: And see that's the thing. And that's I'm, because I'm... people make
1: them into what the E was which well, is a When it
0: comes to when it comes to for example Old school BMWs. I'm the biggest fanboy there is. I know. I like E30s. But E30s. when you look at an E30 M3 and pair it up with a 190e Evo two, Evo two every day. I'll take the Evo two
1: just because it's more rare.
0: It's more hard, rare, harder to get. Bulges in the right spots. The massive park it bench just on the looks trunk. amazing. Yeah. I, it's
1: if we all drew a, a race car, that's what we draw almost <laughs> yeah. every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that's why we like angular cars, right? Yeah. that's why the g uh, the r 350r <laughs> we like it because it's exactly the same thing just a
0: slightly more modern version yeah yeah right. but it just looks so beautiful yeah. and it, oh, i hate the fact that well, i love I'll, it but i, mean, I, will, I will tell you
1: it. i'll tell you something about the 190e though i hate that u.s headlights on all of those the touches. what the u.s
0: headlights because they're not one piece it's like a headlight in a headlight Have oh you seen? oh they're horrible I did not like the C class where they had the foggy headlights. Remember those? Uh, where they had like the. the, two ear- the t- it's like the it's weird, just, like the two in one. But it was where- foggy. It was never clear. The if they were reason- clear,
1: I loved them. The same reason P-
0: Porsche 911, uh,
1: 996 was just such a hated car. I think of it's that just ear drop headlights yeah.
0: idea. is just not. But oh, I, I love it. Went away. But it's 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 the love only a mother could give, and it reminds me of the one series. Yeah, beautiful rear end not the greatest looking front front end, but until you own it, you start appreciating it. And it's just like, you know what? Damn. This is different than everything else in the entire lineup for Porsche. And that's why it has my respect, but same, same. Yeah. Anyhow, I think we've run out of time for the second part, but um, we'll definitely have you back on the show. I might, I'm thinking about adding a third. I don't know if there's enough room, but you and your brother would be a nice one. It'd be nice to have like a round table discussion yeah i should have a round table i don't know something to think about but
1: hey we can do it somewhere outside
0: yeah so that'd be that would yeah. be interesting yeah. we just need a power supply though so just keep a car on <laughs> bring the trailer <laughs> plug everything in yeah uh you want to plug anything for this one because i'm probably going to include this one as a okay separate episode
1: sure um well not many people know me because i usually fly under the radar but i own Nova Stack. And I design a bunch of stuff um, lately, mostly for the Mark 7 Golf R and related, but I make spacers, wheel spacers. I make plate mounts, some aero bits, and I am going to go into other directions for other cars as well. But yeah. German related? Mostly German. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it depends on what car I buy next. It'll be really defining what Ah, product I design. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah everything's on my website and my instagram so
0: cool i'll throw it up in here somewhere somewhere in here yeah all right man well thanks uh thanks again and uh good to have you and we'll see you again it was awesome being here and looking forward to that all right Ciao. ciao